What's up, Sherpa Network? Welcome back again to another episode of the Digital Fortune Podcast. Uh, my guest for today is Dennis Tenorino from DomainSmoke.com. Um, it's, you know, we had a great conversation about domain investing in general. Uh, we talked about uh, Dennis's background, what he's been doing. We talked a little bit about his dad, uh, who's also called Dennis Tenorino, world famous uh, bodybuilder, Mr. Universe, you name it. Uh, pretty cool. Uh, to learn about that. And uh, yeah, no, it's a really interesting episode. We dive into uh, a little bit more about Dennis's portfolio, um, how he sells his names, how he acquires his names. We talk about the lists that he puts out through Domain Smoke. Uh, we talk about GoDaddy closeouts and uh, various other topics that should be interesting to the uh, everyday domain investor. So I um, hope you enjoy the show. Uh, feel free to comment or uh, get back to me with any feedback and uh, appreciate you guys listening. Enjoy. Hey, everyone, and welcome back to the Digital Fortune podcast under the Domain Sherpa Network. Um, Super excited to have my guest today. It is none other than Dennis Tinorino uh, from Domain Smoke. Uh, That's domainsmoke.com. And you guys have definitely heard about Domain Smoke because I've said them on every single episode for the last year. Uh, Welcome to the show, Dennis. Hey, it's a pleasure to be here. It's like if I've been here every time. I I know, it really is. It really is. It was a bad time I had you on. I'm super excited. I feel like I, I got to be honest, I think that you might be the nicest person in the industry. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Thank you. You know, I, I, I do my best. I honestly do. And, uh, you know, I, I hope that that spreads out to other people. That's that's the whole thing. Make, trying to make other people's days better. Is, Dude, is, I think is you, 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 you do a good you do a good job at that. You, you're always bringing positivity. I very I don't think I've ever heard anything even slightly negative come from you, no matter what. And it, I mean, that's not easy. I got to tell you, that's not easy. Like I sometimes can't help myself, but be a little negative. And I'm, I'm yeah. sure you have those moments as well, but you don't. Oh yeah, of course. Show We're all well. human. Yeah. Yeah. I have those days, those moments for sure. And I do my best to, to turn them around, you know, and uh, yeah, I agree. I, positivity is definitely a, a part of my day every day and I do my best. Yeah, that's cool. I know that you kind of incorporate that into your newsletter as well, which we can, yeah. we can, talk, we can talk about that a little bit later, but um. um for, for everyone that, that, that doesn't know you and everyone who listens to this should know you, but the people that don't know you, why don't you give me a little bit, little bit of a background on yourself, uh, just kind of like high level? Sure, sure. Uh, so a little bit about me. All right, let me start with my family because it's an interesting thing that not many people know about, but I think it's really cool. Uh, so my dad, Dennis Tenorino, we have the same name. Great name that I have, by the way. Uh, he's four-time Miss Universe. He was a professional bodybuilder. Uh, he bodybuilded almost 30 years across multiple decades from the 60s, the 70s, and even into the 80s, into the Olympia, Mr. Olympia, all, all those contests, right? Uh, with people like Lou Ferrigno, Arnold Schwarzenegger, uh, all those top guys, right? Arnold Schwarzenegger used to sleep on my grandma's couch. So it's super interesting. My dad, I mean, growing up, this big bodybuilder guy, big muscles, right? But he's the sweetest guy in the world, right? And uh, so that's my dad, you know, professional bodybuilder. Uh, one of these, in the golden era of bodybuilding. So when you look back and you see those things, days of like Venice Beach, all the, the people hanging out outside, working out, that was my dad. He actually, my family came from New York, moved from New York because my dad's like, I, I need to get out of here. All this stuff is happening in LA. 
Uh, Arnold moved there, Lou Ferrigno's going there, all the stuff that's anything body related on the West Coast. So before I was born, my family moved over here. It was just us. And then my, my dad started out over here. And uh, yeah, my dad retired. My dad, well, he started in, when he was 14 and then retired uh, when he was about 42. So he bodybuilded for almost 30 something years. It was really amazing and uh, had a great time doing it. So that's sort of a celebrity there. Everyone check him out. <laughs> yeah, he'll see yeah, a lot of so stuff cool. online about him. He is a great guy as well. That's where I learned a lot from. And, you know, a little bit about him too is, you know, my family too came from the ministry. My dad actually went into like ministry where he'd be like an evangelist and missionary and like preach around the world and stuff like that. So growing up, I was a part of that. We really enjoyed it because, you know, that's, and that's where a lot of the positivity comes from, you know, being around the world and being around that uh, my entire life. So I really enjoyed that. And yeah, I want to share that too. So uh, myself going back into it. So more high level, let's see. I grew up in LA, always lived out here and I've traveled around my, around myself. I've had various jobs before I landed into being a domain investor, just like many of us. We, we all come from somewhere else, right? There's, I don't yeah. know if anybody who started as a domain, that's all I did. I, that would be an interesting case. Uh, but yeah, myself, I was in retail management for almost 10 years, okay. uh, store manager. So that was cool. Uh, and, and actually, I have to tell you where I worked. I worked at Sprint. And oh, okay. you know, I remember you talking about, I used to hustle phones and things like that. I, I always would laugh. I'm like, man, we're in the same thing. You know, everyone, everyone did that, right? Everyone had that part where they enjoyed that. You know, you're, you're flipping and that's, that's just part of what you, you know, you've always been doing, right? Yeah. Uh, so I was in there for 10 years and then I was merging out of that and I connected with some people uh, who was starting a music label. And basically I became a, a tour manager uh, where I was managing a band and a DJ group. We were traveling around the world. That was really cool. I was doing that for about two or three years. What band Amsterdam, was that? Amsterdam, yeah, Spain, uh, Ibiza, uh, Miami, like all different places around the world. So that was interesting living that life and being around. Oh. How, yeah. how, I mean, was that, was that after like high school or like after college or like, I mean, so, I feel like you need to be young to do that. <laughs> you, you have to be in your late 20s, mid to late 20s, early 30s. That I was in my late 20s doing that. And I'm, I guess I'm giving up my age. I'm, I'm 35 now. So <laughs> I don't know if we're close in age, but yeah, I was doing that around that. You need the energy, right? Cause you're not going to sleep. You're going to be worn out, getting on planes, dealing with crazy people. And uh, yeah, so I got quite a bit around the world with that. And yeah, that was a good time. Yeah. In my late twenties for sure. <laughs> yeah. Good for you, man. That, that does sound like a good time. What was the name of the band? Uh, it was Calm Chaos. So they're defunct now. They're not around anymore. And they had other labels under them, other, other bands. So like, just like many other, right. People go and do different things, but uh, yeah, that, that was a good time. And uh, yeah. What was that back? It was about eight, nine years ago now at this point. Yeah. Wow. Good time. Okay. Cool. Yeah, so, so, so you were, so you were, you were at Sprint for how long did you say you were at Sprint? Almost a decade. Yeah. So that was, it was one of my first jobs growing up uh, when I, you know, after I turned 18, I started working at Nextel, right. In cell phones. They got bought out by Sprint. I remember, you know, I was in college and they asked me, hey, uh, you know, do you want to, you know, we're, we're merging, you know, we, we like you, we're going to keep you here. We're going to turn to Sprint. We're going to move you over here. You're doing good. We'll put you over here. And that's what happened. I ended up staying and uh, I worked at Sprint and in, in turn after being at Nextel. And that time turned into 10 years. Now it's a different company. It's T-Mobile now, which is interesting, but uh, yeah. Yeah, I couldn't imagine being there now and going through another merger many years later, but that, that, that's crazy. And yeah, that was, so that was, that started for me in 04 until about 2013. So okay. until around that time. Yeah. Cool. So when did you first kind of like hear about domains or kind of understand that there was a market for domains? Right, right. So that goes, all right. So when I finished with Sprint, got out of the, the music stuff, 
I started working at Brilliant Directories. We're an online directory a software company is what I currently do. And essentially we build websites. So first thing I want to do is build my own website. I'm like, all right, it's my turn. I work here. I, you know, I do sales and marketing here. I want to build my own website. What am I going to do? So then I started thinking of ideas and just like anyone else, I, I, got, I went to GoDaddy, right? I, I start, you know, trying to hand register a name, think of names, all the good names are taken just like everybody else does, right? And in trying to find one, you know, I go, okay, well, what am I going to do? So talking to my buddy, Matt, and he's like, yeah, all the good names are gone. <laughs> the good <laughs> names, they're all taken. They're owned by these guys. They're called domainers. They've owned all the online real estate since the 90s. And, uh, you know, their good ones are gone, but, you know, you can look around. I'm like, all right. So I looked around. I remember looking for maybe one or two weeks and I finally found something that worked and I hand registered a name and then I, and then I just moved on. Right. And it was cool. And then, so I realized that was my first stab at domain names as like where I had my, you know, I was just new, new there. Right. So it was my first stab at domain names, finding one, buying one, and then uh, finally hand registering and, and going live. So it was about two months later, this, this is a good one. It was about two months later where I wanted to start another project and now I needed another domain. I didn't buy any domains at that point. And two months later, I go to GoDaddy again. And I remember I started typing in names and I ended up at a landing page for a name. And it said, you know, put in, and I was, you know, a rookie at this time. I didn't really know much about the industry. Put in your name to get a price quote. Say, oh, okay, I wonder how much it is, right? Put in my name. I get a reply back from an afternoon broker. Hi, the no name, no name, domain name you're looking for is a minimum offer of sixty thousand. I'm like, whoa, sixty thousand dollars. I don't know. I, uh, thank you so much. Uh, that's I could possibly pay five hundred. So I was that. <laughs> right? I was that guy that we all don't know that he doesn't know what he's doing. Why are you lowballing me? But I honestly didn't know at that time. And so I remember seeing that what she said with this broker it was a woman. She said, Hey, you know, why don't you look at Afternick? There might actually be some names available like in your budget or your price range. So I remember going on there and then a light bulb went off. I'm like, whoa, you know, if people are here on, on Afternick selling these names, how are they buying and selling? What is this $60,000 thing about? I want to learn more about it. So I did research on Afternick and I put together that I knew how to hand register some names. Like I could, you know, just like all the people from the beginning, I'm going to go and buy some names, figure some out and see what I could do. So I remember I hand registered four names and I followed Afternick, how to listen for sale put them for sale and forgot about it. It was just four. I just went about doing my other things and I kind of moved on. Well, I looked back. I remember this at 49 days later, um, I looked back and then I know so 49 days went by exactly to the date. I checked my email, your domain, blah, 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 has just sold for $700. I mean, at that point I literally fell off my seat. I didn't know what the heck happened to me. I'm like, wow, I struck gold. I did something right with my life. Thank God. But it was, it was just so crazy because yeah, that happened. And then I go, okay, well, what's this domain stuff about? You know, I got to find out more. Right. And so I found out that that's what really kicked off my journey was, you know, launching my first website, uh, putting an inquiry on a, on a high value domain. That was, it was a one word domain, a plural, it was a plural one word domain, putting that and then finding out about Afternick and, and the light bulb went off and then buying and selling the first one there. Uh, the other ones that I, I registered, I dropped those. I remember going back, those were no good. And then it was, I started just researching more and then I actually had found Domain Sherpa and I just started watching and watching and all the stuff I picked up, I, I learned about the GoDaddy auctions, how to buy expiring names, uh, expired names.net, you know, all those things were, were really helpful. And that's what kind of just moved me along with my journey after that first initial sale, because. I didn't know what I was doing, but I, I luckily found GoDaddy Auctions was able to, you know, learn what people, where their names were coming from. Uh, when, you know, first, the first the sale being a, the first sale being a $700 sale from a hand reg, like yeah. that's pretty legit. Not many people can yeah. say that. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, which and, and just it sold bin. So that that was cool because I was I mean I literally I was like, whoa, you know, that wasn't a 50 or hundred dollar name, right? And then 49 days later. So not a bad return. I remember I had to push the name. I'm like, well, I, I what do I do? I didn't I had no clue what I was doing at that point. <laughs> you know, you look back, you laugh, right? You know, because it's just the early days. And sometimes those days are a lot of fun. <laughs> That's really cool. What uh can you share what the name was? Uh, yeah, that one was lawyerboss.com. Lawyerboss.com. I kind of like that name. Like, see, like that's the kind of, like you would you would keep that name in your portfolio today, right? I have a similar one. So check this out. So that name ended up expiring two years later. I bought it back and sold it again yeah. for double the price. So this new story go. gets even better. It expired two years later. I saw it at auction. Not I didn't have any register, I didn't have any uh like back orders or anything no back orders i just saw it come up at auction i'm like okay bid on it bought it put it for sale uh i think it was eight months later it sold 14 1488 on godaddy so the circle of life sometimes really (laughs) will just keep you laughing and i've talked to this about other investors that have like larger portfolios like i've done that multiple times and it's like that is so funny you know just the names expire that's awesome man i mean so like you mentioned you i mean you build directory websites so is that your full-time job still right now? Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. So that's my full-time job. Uh, you know, I do domain, I do domain smoke just alongside of it, but yeah, full-time is uh, brilliant directories or we're a membership directory, uh, online directory software. So building websites where anybody can have a membership website with recurring billing, lead generation, banner advertisements, um, you know, just selling, you know, and basically selling like memberships as a website. So is that, is that your easy. business? No, it's not my business. I work there um, and it's, it's been great. Yeah, it's, it's, it was founded here in uh, Santa Monica, okay. Marina Del Rey. So it's been a great business. It's now been online for almost 10 years. There's over 30,000 sites and it's a growing company. Okay, yeah. very cool. Very cool. Um, so do you have any, uh, you have any, uh, I, I guess you wouldn't say this live anyway, but do you have any plans on going full-time domaining at any point? You know, a lot of people ask me that and you know, it seems like the more and more you do it, and the more, the bigger your portfolio grows, the more of a full-time domainer you are, even though you don't think you are. Right? Yeah. Have I, will I, will I leave what I'm doing now and be full-time? I don't have any plans for that, but you know, I, I, I do definitely respect the people that do do it because man, it's, it's not easy. It's a lot of work. It's a lot of hustle, a lot of grit and grind. Um, but yeah, I haven't found myself going that direction just yet. Yeah. So what, one of the things that I was talking about in a group of people um, that I chat with on a regular basis and uh, is that once you kind of take the plunge, we often see that the, the kind of d- the domain gods kind of shine down for a moment and say like, I'm watching you. Here's a bunch of sales. You took the plunge. And it's like, I was talking to Keith, uh, you know, Keith DeBoer, who just mentioned oh, yeah. on Twitter, he was like, I've just gone full time. Um, and, um, you know, he's, he said it, it was a great decision because suddenly I've had all of these sales. And I know that I, you know, I went full time last year. I had a you know an unbelievable year year last year and I couldn't have been you know more thrilled that I took the plunge. But I think like when you take that uh, and you decide okay I'm all in on something, whether it be like a full time job or whether it be like you know domain investing or whatever, when you go all in on something, um, I don't know. I feel like that that drive and focus helps like bind everything else together so that you know you actually have more success than you could possibly imagine it's it's it is a thing about focus and i'm sure you understand that with your full-time job as well it's like if you really concentrate on one thing you'll be surprised at what you can accomplish yeah interesting now i'm totally with you there and and yeah that that that's super cool i think yeah once you build up and you have that cushion and yeah you have that that drive and that focus your back's up against the wall 
you know, you know, this is what you have to do. And you run anything that if you run it like a business with that focus, you're mm -hmm. going to take it seriously. and You're going to have to make it happen. So, yeah, I think that's really cool. And you, how many, how many domains do you have at the moment? So I was looking back the other day, it's approximately, I think about 4,100 now, 4,200. And, you know, here's, here's an interesting thing. I was looking back last year where I was early in the year, I was about 2,300. So I've quite kind of almost doubled oh, yeah. the portfolio size. And, you know, that's just been by aggressively buying, having more time to buy, being at home, right? Yeah. I think it's so many of us, right? Looking for them in different places, right? And, um, you know, just looking for deals and, and grabbing them while I can. Um, yeah. So yeah, I've almost, yeah, 22,000 plus, 2,400 almost. I think summer I was 2,500 and then now about 4,100. So it, it jumped quite a bit. Yeah, no, that, I mean, that is, uh, that is quite a jump. And you know what, um, you know, it's very difficult to finance that sign that kind of growth without having, you know, like a full-time job like you have in your, in your, because essentially you need to, you you have to churn names in order to finance that growth, unless you've got another, unless you've got another source of income, which is kind of what uh, Rick Schwartz was talking about. I, I saw him post that on Twitter the other day. It's like, if you need to sell names, you're going to sell yourself short unless you know because you need to have like some kind of income stream for everything else right right so um and it, it's the same thing when you're trying to grow a portfolio so being able to add that many names in the last like six months is you know i i know that you know what you're doing and you know with you, you have to like get quality as well so right. i mean that's a that's a that's tough and obviously you spend a lot of time going through lists every day with your newsletter we can talk about that yeah. in a second like i said but I mean, it's a lot of people that create these lists, obviously they know like better than anyone else where to look. Um, uh, but do you ever find that, you know, you put out your lists and you, you, you obviously put a lot of the names there that have a lot of eyeballs on them that, you know, you're kind of just like, oh man, like I'm putting all of this out to all these readers and I kind of like these names myself or not. You know, everyone asks me that, hey, can I, I get, this is the things I hear all the time. Can I get the list first? Can you just, you know, email it to me before you send it to everyone else? Can I, can that happen? Right. And the <laughs> second one is how do you not buy everything for yourself and share it with everybody? <laughs> if you know, you're in there every day. I'm like, well, let me tell you I, every day I'm a kid in a candy store. Cause I look at these lists and I'm like, Oh man, I want this one. I want this one. And yeah, it's, it's really hard not to want to, it's really hard to not just want to keep them all for yourself, but that's sort of what spawned me doing the list in general was I saw so many good names going to auction and I wanted to share them with anybody. But yeah. to go back to your question, uh, no, I just ended up sharing. I share all the names with everyone because I've learned, you know, there's there's more lists in town, right? If I yeah. don't share it, somebody else's. And yeah. I don't mind bidding against people if I really want that name. Uh, once that name is out there, I mean, everyone's seen it, right? Of course, there's those sleeper names that, you know, you might find or, you know, something against everybody else. But, you know, I, I, just, I just share the names. I just found it's easier that way. Yeah, one of the cool things about your list and, you, and Domain Smoke in general is that, and, and this is like something that, you probably don't even think is is that cool but i think it's cool is that you can just go to domainsmoke.com and check the list every day that way you know you don't need to like get the email into your inbox obviously if you want to be the first one to see it yeah that's cool but uh, like a lot of the times like during the summer i used to just go to domainsmoke.com and see it and just click on the most recent list every day and it was like you know that was kind of like part of my routine i kind of started doing that a lot uh after uh I really stopped doing his his list as well because he used to he did namecult.com for a while and he did really really cool lists as well um yeah. to be honest but you know while i'm on that topic I, I i do want to talk to you about godaddy closeouts like nobody really talks too much about godaddy godaddy closeouts but uh, listen like 
I grew my portfolio like considerably like you in the last year, yep. especially throughout the summer. I mean, I was probably buying like 10, 15 closeouts a day. Um, yep, me too. And I don't buy any anymore. I don't know about you, but I buy zero, literally zero. Oh, yeah. Well, talking about closeouts. So you know what? I was talking to Riz and another person yesterday on like Clubhouse, right? We had a conversation. We talked exactly about closeouts. And it's been a, more of a topic on there, right? I talked to a few investors about it. And everyone asked me, so Dennis, what are you doing with the closeouts now? In the sense of, are you buying at 50? Everyone, everyone's question is, are you buying at 50? And when I saw it first happen, I go, in my head, I go, all right, well, GoDaddy knows they can charge more because there is the biggest demand for, uh, for this wholesale inventory, right? Names that you can buy like that, the, the, the true expired inventory. And basically, I told myself, all right, if it's $50, would I, the first thing I think is, would I pay $50 at the auction for it? plus the eight bucks. So six, almost 60 bucks. Would I pay $60 at the auction for it? And if it was a name that I was going to take a flyer on for $11 plus the eight, so 20 bucks, for instance, would I, I have to compare it. Like, is it a $60 name or an $11 name? I want to take a pass at that one for 11, but for 60, I might want to buy two names at 60 that are better for, and I might want to buy one name for two of the $60 names for hundred bucks rather than the one, then two $60 names that are not so good. Right. So what I've looked at it is uh, I wanted to sharpen my skill as an investor. If I'm going to pay that 50 plus, it's going to be really good. Um, on the $11 ones, you know, maybe last year when they're all 11 bucks and under, I was taking a flyer on some names, but at that $50 mark, it's either you buy it at 50 or someone else might buy it. You know, there's, there's the newer investors who weren't uh, like we're seasoned, right? We've seen the 11 and the $5 closeouts when they're 10, but the people who are coming around, which we all know there's a new wave of investors that have come around. Uh, they don't know about, the, we, we're, we're jaded, right? We got that $11 price and we see the 50. It's like, ah, come on, yeah. right? So we're all jaded. So I think the new investors, uh, as time goes on, no one will remember that it was $11. It's just, they're 50. But uh, yeah, it's def seeing that new, having that price point change has just made me be uh, more pickier with the names I'm buying, especially at the $50 range. Yeah, yeah, me too. I find it that I, I've also, I mean, Here's the thing. There's a lot of names that I picked up for $11 in 2020 that I look back and I go, wow, I like th th that's a great name. I would pay like a hundred, yeah. I'd pay 150 for that name. But when I see the closeout lists now, um, when I see the names that get to closeouts now, I feel like the quality has gone down as well. Like that's, I, you know, and you know, I have a pretty good eye for things and, you know, I have a lot of different filters set up as you probably, you know, know those kind of be, I mean, I have a lot of filters set up. I have a lot of keywords that I look for and yeah, the quality is for, for the type of names that I'm looking for has definitely gone down. So the price has gone up and the quality has gone down. Right. So I just, I just personally, I, I can't, I can't, I can't do it right now. Once in a while I'll go in and, and I'll check, but I just get frustrated because, <laughs> yeah. so, you know, you only have so much time, right? For me, I'm looking, I'm trying to spend time hunting for, you know, top, top tier one word.coms, top tier two word.coms. I'm looking at snap names. I'm looking at name jet. I'm on the drops. I'm looking through drop catch and like it, you only have so much time, right? So, you know, if I spend a lot of time having to go through all these closeouts as well, and I'm not finding as much, it starts to it starts to take a toll on you know what I'm making I guess per hour right so right um, yeah I don't know I don't know I'm not I'm not not a fan <laughs> yeah it, you know I, I've talked to my rep about it I'm like well what's going on he goes well this is what 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 my rep had told me this is supposed to kind of help against the people who are with the with the bots that are catching they're not going to be catching at fifty as much 
Mm. Like, well, they're just going to be bidding. Um, you know, every auction, GoDaddy auctions has been on fire lately. I don't know yeah. if you've been in there, but the, the auctions have really shot up. Um, and it's interesting. You know, it's always, it comes in waves, in my opinion, but I feel like it's really up right now. And uh, we'll see. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, there's a there's a couple of there's a couple of names that on your list for today that I, I look at and I'm and I'm like, eh, you know, a lot of these names are going to get just going to they're going to go for a lot of money, you know, they're right. going to go for a lot of money um, where, you know, when I got started in 2015, 2016, not so much. It's like swipelife.com, right? I saw that on your list. Oh, Swipe yeah. Life, swipelife.com is is got two hours left. It's already, uh, you know, 1700 bucks. Wow. And it's just like, whew, you know, like 1700 bucks for swipe life. I mean, that's a cool swipe name, life. but like, that's, that was a, that was like a three, $4,000 retail name two years ago, you know? Right. Right. So, life is a popular keyword. And I feel like, yeah, that name at wholesale, what do you think of last year? A couple hundred bucks? Yeah. Maybe like 500. Yeah. I, I think under that, in that range. Yeah. yeah. 1700. It's not even done yet. Wow. That's up there. Not even done yet. And, I, and there's a lot of that. I Honestly, when there's a really, really good name, I think one of the things that good domain investors have an advantage of is recognizing a name that is really, really strong. I'm talking like you can ask like, you know, much, much more than what the average investor thinks it's worth. Like you can maybe ask like five figures, low six figures or something for a name that, you know, is on GoDaddy auctions. And then you, and then you can feel like you can pay up to maybe like, 5k 6k 10k whatever it might be um but like being able to recognize what's like a good name versus what's a great name is actually it's it takes a lot of time it takes a lot of um you know studying the industry and it takes a lot of sales as well right the the best like the best thing that you can do to understand the market is sell a lot of names (laughs) oh yeah right that's so true or study sales watch what sells Yeah, yeah watch what sells sell a lot of names, watch the auctions. That's how I learned a lot was in the beginning, I was watching, even though I wasn't bidding and I wasn't buying because there were just names out of my league at that time. It was just, I was watching the auctions to see what people were paying, when they bought them, how much they went for. And I just remember accruing that in my mind, just making my own data, right? And then then I learned about name buy on how to really watch the sales and, and what was selling it and what and how long the names were and where the, the placements of letters were. And uh, I think, yeah, just like going along with what you've sold, I think that really makes a big difference for people. For sure. Yeah, so you, what, what kind of tools do you use uh, on a daily basis? You obviously use NameBio. Yeah, so NameBio, definitely. Uh, GoDaddy Auctions, uh, expireddomains.net. Some of my main tools, uh, Estabot. Um, yeah, I use them a lot. I really, you know, one thing I like about Estabot is a portfolio manager. That's yeah. been super helpful to, you know, find and track domains that I currently own. Because um, once you get a lot of domains, sometimes it's hard to go back and find them all. That's been super helpful. Um, Excel spreadsheet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think we all uh, we're all Excel spreadsheet masters at yeah. this point. Yeah. That's super. That's been really helpful of just finding and tracking all my names because you know my portfolio is split up a little bit. Like I have brandable names, so finding and tracking some of those and you know what you've submitted, what I haven't submitted. I'm doing my best to hold them all together in one place. So definitely Excel has helped me out a lot with that. And I'd say those are probably the main tools that I've been using lately. Media Options is the industry's leading domain broker specializing in domain acquisitions, high value domain sales, and domain name consultation. 
as pioneers and thought leaders on the subject of the domain aftermarket and domain name value, plus through their clear domain acquisition service, Media Options offers startups and established corporations an unparalleled scope of high-value domain options, providing access to domain names and curation technologies not available elsewhere. Media Options believes in the power of a great domain name and is dedicated to helping you obtain yours. Call or email today to put a domain to work for you. When you, you've got, say, 41, 4,200 names, uh, how do you sell those? Are you mostly, uh, you know, what kind of landers do you use? Do you put them all on Afternick? Do you use any of the brandable marketplaces? Sure, uh, sure. Great question. So big. I did a big move this week. I haven't really mentioned a lot about it, but uh, I've been on unit registry the whole time, uh, probably since the early days of 2014, 2015, sorry. And, you know, I just felt like it was time for sort of a change. Uh, just... I think it was, what's today? We're on Thursday. Monday, I woke up and I was like, all right, it's time to move. I literally moved everything to Dan, all 4,100 names, moved all of my names to Dan. Uh, one of the guys there helped me out, super friendly guy. I had a Zoom call with them, helped me move everything over, brought everything into Dan, uh, probably within, I mean, it was an easy upload. I don't, I'm sure most people have done it. But then, uh, yeah, it seemed like it was only a few little things to fix. Moved all my name servers over. And Monday was kind of like a heyday of, I spent the whole day moving uh, all the name servers over, you know, things got mixed match and things like that with some live sites, but just moved everything for unit registry over to Dan. And yeah, I had my first offer within uh, 24 hours. Uh, so that was cool. $500 offer on a, like a 3k name, uh, NFT name, <laughs> which is interesting. Um, and uh, yeah, so that was cool to see that, you know, I had played around with Dan a little bit before, but I wasn't really using them. But I, I stay with unit registry for a long time because I like the, the ability to have a bin and then also uh, broker it. I yeah. love self-brokering my own names. I want to call people. I want to get on the phone with them. I want to get offers, right? I want to, I want to work those deals. So that's been really good. But yeah, I felt like it was time for some change and moved over to Dan. And it's been interesting so far. So looking forward to see how that plays out. Uh, how else am I selling them? So in my beginning days, how I got my first sales was by doing outbound. Sold some great names by doing that, you know, you know just learning how to do outbound. I didn't have any like official forming formal training of outbound, but I, I learned how to use LinkedIn, how to go on contact forms on people's websites, yeah. how to research people. And probably one of my better sales that I can share would be, uh, I sold vapenews.com uh, back in, I think that was like, I bought it at GoDaddy like 2014. I think it was back in like 2016. I sold that one uh, through outbound and that one sold for about six grand. So that was a great sale. That's yeah, a really I think I actually, outbound sale. Yeah. yeah, it was a good outbound sale, right? I held it, I, I sold it. And then uh, that actually turned into a live website. It was a directory website. <laughs> It turned into a directory website for vape news around uh, America. So that, that was interesting at one point. I don't know what he's doing with it now, but yeah, that was an interesting play there. Um, so I did that. And then I kind of moved away from that. And I, when I was brokering, I, I had created a portfolio and that was where Domain Smoke started. So I started Domain Smoke website to have my names on a website. So when I called people to let them know, hey, I'm doing this, I look like a legitimate business rather than guy, hey, I have this name, you know, there's a landing page. I wanted an actual website and a portfolio to showcase that to people. So that's where actually domains folk started from in, in doing that. So that was sort of my journey there in brokering. And then I got into just, you know, I started actually having some buy it now sales and learn how the market worked a bit more. And to get back to your question, I, I listed my names on Afternick. Uh, I was looking at uh, listing at Flippa just the other day. Um, I had like, I think there was like three or 4,000 domains there. I deleted my entire Flippa portfolio. I learned that it was a lot of spam, a lot of scammers on there and names listed on there just aren't getting visibility. Yeah. So it just felt like almost a liability to have my names listed there. So I just deleted the entire portfolio, which actually it was, it was a breeze to do that. 
Yeah. Uh, let's everything I say to you, right, Cedo. Uh, that's been really good. At least uh, there was probably was like December and January. I had a lot of sales in there, which traditionally I didn't, which I found interesting. A lot of like 3888s, 4888s. So it was good to see some oh, cool, cool sales coming through on, on Cedo. I was interesting. And, you know, I always wonder, you know, why the buyers go there versus somewhere else. But, you know, buyers are everywhere, right? And that's a European you know, focus marketplace. So always, always interesting. Have you got any um, tips for people who want, who people like me who would list on Cedo, but just can't deal with the fact that your names can't get verified? <laughs> uh, no tips there. You know, well, the only tip would be if you have privacy on, right, you got to shut off the privacy and then do the TXT file record. I mean, that's all we can do and just track it. I, I don't know. I've, I've called the them. The problem I've, is with TXT file record is that you can't do that in bulk with uh, yeah, GoDaddy. Yeah. And I mean, you can change all the name servers, right? That's the only real way to, to do it in bulk. Um, right. I don't know. It's you got to do it ahead of time. It's, it's a tedious process. Like you know, I submit them all and it's like you're just rolling the dice to get that email. Oh, your names are your ownership verification to see which ones come back. And you know, it used to be they let you send a screenshot of the domain in yeah. your registrar to do it, but I think they went away with that. It doesn't really work anymore. Yeah, um, so yeah I mean, they should they should do something like for you know decent sized portfolio holders, maybe like over a thousand names that they should actually just have someone like jump on a quick Zoom call and just verify, go through your GoDaddy account or, or whatnot. Yeah. I mean, um, yeah, it's kind of it's kind of, it's kind of frustrating. I would like to list some names on Cedo, but I just. I can't do it. I can't go through that process. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, you and everybody else. I mean, myself, every time I list and I go through, I open up what is my four or five windows. I list here, I list here. And I'm just like, oh, all right, well, let's see what happens. And then that email comes 20 minutes later. And, and uh, I hate having name servers there because, you know, I don't know what's going on. Right. You know, I just feel like it's not as comfortable as if you had it at like your own your own real parking page, you know, yeah. and you know, like I learned from you, the importance of having a landing page up the same day when you reported that sale, you had, it was Moonflix or something like that. Oh yeah. yeah. I'll never forget when that rang, when you said that, I'm like, I will have my landing pages on immediately. <laughs> so to have them somewhere else and they're kind of like in la la land where it's not really connected, like with, with what they asked to do there, that's kind of tough for me, right? Yeah. To just have them pointed elsewhere for a while. Yeah, yeah. I talk with some, I, you know, I talk with a lot of people in the industry and some, you know, people with very, very, very large portfolios, you know, in the tens of thousands, some even, oh, yeah. you know, above 100,000. And um, I think statistically, uh, if you if you buy a name, it's actually, you know, your chances of selling it quickly, like within the first couple of weeks or, or, or days is actually like a lot higher than the rest of that year. Wow. Um, so like, just because, just because like a lot of people, uh, you know, we'll drop names unintentionally and then they'll realize that they dropped them and then they'll just go and try and buy them back like quickly. Um, you know, there, or there are people that the other, the other side of that is people that have been watching a name, right. Realize that it's taken and don't really understand the domain industry. So they, they think that, okay, the domain is going to delete on this day. They don't place a back order yeah. or anything like that. They think they can just be quick. And then, you know, they go in, they see that the domain is for sale as opposed to taken and then they just hit the bin right right they just right so they they don't they don't realize they just think oh it dropped and this is what the price is so they just pay it so so the, you know there is definitely something to be said about getting a landing page up quickly yeah yeah and what you said is really funny my friend who's an entrepreneur 
he, he saw a domain that was expiring. We were talking about it. He goes, oh, I'll just, he said exactly what you said. I'm just going to buy it the day it expires. I'm just going to beat them out. Yeah. Expires this year, I started laughing. Like, all right, well, let's <laughs> talk. Man. We'll figure something out here. Yeah. He's like, yeah, you are going to buy it the day that it was bought, but you're going to buy it from yeah. one of us. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's how it works. That's how it works. It's too yeah, funny. Yeah. yeah, dude. So, okay. So talk to me, talk to me a little bit more about domain smoke. Okay. So like you've, you've been doing, you've been, you know, I've, I've known about Domain Smoke for about a year. Um, yeah. And uh, I, you know, I think you've started off by doing kind of like almost, it was kind of a directory as well, right? Directory of domain investors. And it still is. You've got like people that yeah. have profiles. I think I've got a profile. Various other people have got profiles on there. Um, but I would say mainly you're known for your newsletter, right? Yeah. Yeah. So going back... Um... So let's see, it was, so I started doing outbound. I created the website to have a portfolio. So it's uh, domain smoke started as a domain portfolio that I use with the directory software. So I easily launched that, put it together. I was like, okay, great. So I have this, it was around 2017, 2018, where I really started getting more heavily into it. started building a portfolio. You know, once you pass that hundred or 500 names, you go, okay, well, I'm taking this kind of serious now. Renewals start hitting, you know, that you have a cause. It kind of turns into a little business that you have. And, and that's basically exactly what happened there, right? Around 2017, 2018. So then I remember looking at the list every day and I go, wow, there's, there's so many names here that I want them all, but I just can't have them all. I mean, people were arguing with me saying, yeah, you can have them all, just buy it, but it just doesn't work like that, right? So I remember saying to myself, okay, well, I want to start listing these names. And I didn't really mention this, but until from when I started, when I bought that first name until when I started selling until about 2018, uh, maybe t- early 2019, I never spoke to any other investors. I was sort of like a lone wolf, uh, yeah. just investor. I didn't, I didn't go on any of the forums. I wasn't on Twitter. Like I, I didn't go on anything. I really just watched Domain Sherpa. I would, I subscribed to newsletters and I was just really on my own. And that was just doing my own thing, having fun. Right. Just, but I just like a lone wolf domainer. Right. And you know, that was during that time. So it was about 2019 where I remember I started going back on Twitter for some other stuff. And then I just looked around. I'm like, there's a lot of domain stuff on Twitter. What is going on on here? Yeah. So then I just saw all the people that, you know, we know and all the people like the, the big guys, right? And everybody else. And I started just communicating with people on Twitter, started following people. I made a domain smoke uh, Twitter handle. I started using it. And I just started kind of interacting with people on there, you know, building a little bit of following, following other people and got more social. Then I started getting to the forums. I uh, started getting like various uh, like groups and things like that where I met other people. And then I learned, I was like, well, it seems like, you know, there's a lot of people who'd want to buy the names that I'm not going to buy. And then I started Domain Smoke. So that was, you know, uh, September of 2019 when it was first kicked off. I was just really silent about it. Just, you know, uh, writing to a few people at that point, you know, I think as a lot of newsletters start, you know, you have a small, small thing, your early adopters, but it was then 2019 when it first started and then rolling into 2020 where things started to pick up for me and I uh, got a bit busier. So I think it was, yeah, when I met you or met it, started meeting a lot more people towards, you know, mid 2020 and things like that, uh, started to get more busy. And that's sort of where uh, Domain Smoke took, took off. So started with me looking at all the names, not being able to buy them all, wanting to share them, and then thinking of how I can make it into a business and a newsletter uh, to get it out to more people and uh, share them with everybody. That's cool. So like, I, I know that I've, I've, you know, I've spoken to various people about affiliate, uh, the affiliate like income space and, you know, your newsletter obviously is all affiliate links. Yep. How is, uh, you know, how have um, plugins like Honey affected that for you over the last, you know, 12 months or so? Have you, have you noticed that you, you, you lose affiliate commissions because of people having like plugins and on all kinds of other stuff where they, you know, it takes away those cookies? 
Well, not only that, people forget to click the link, right? You brought them there, but they don't click the link, right? Or they don't click it when they check out. So that's one. But yeah, those type of plugins, you know, they, they hurt people like us that do put in the hard work uh, to drive people to the auctions, go into the list. And then, you know, an investor doesn't know that, you know, kind of like the, the, the good guy thing to do, the honest Abe thing to do is click on the link, let them get the credit. You can go use your honey for other things, but the people who put in the hard work and to bring you all that should get credit. And that's how we get paid and we don't get commissioned. So yeah, I think definitely, I mean, I don't really, I'll never really know what that takes away from me from what I do sell. Um, but it definitely does have an effect because, you know, as if I was that customer buying on the other side and I see if I click this button, I save a couple bucks, whatever that might be with a coupon, I'm not going to really know that, you know, Dennis from Domain Smoke is losing out, right? I just think, oh, I saved a few dollars. Oh, I'm buying all my stuff, right? So innocently, I think, yeah, it, it is, a, it's sort of a bummer that it's out there, but it's competition, right? You know, so I do my best in the newsletter and when I talk to people, let them know, hey, please click the links at checkout when you do buy. Um, and if, yeah, if they don't follow through, it, it, it's a bummer, but you know, we're here, I'm here just pushing because it's at some point it, it's tough, right. With them. Right. Especially with honey, they're right in the browser, right. It yeah. makes it difficult for everybody. <laughs> yeah. hundred percent. Well, everyone listening to this, all the honey users click on, <laughs> click on disable that and click on Dennis's links for us. Okay. Guy <laughs> puts you. in a lot of hard work. He's got a great newsletter. So, um, let's, uh, let's talk about, um, Let's talk about one of your newsletter sponsors, Create.com. Oh, yeah. Um, So Create.com, it's actually, uh, so that's owned by Lance uh, Cuss. He used to be a former owner of HostGator.com. And essentially, he started Create.com. I mean, Create.com, what a name for a hosting company. So thanks to him. And I met him recently, just this year. And uh, you know, he sponsored uh, Domain Smoke. He likes what I'm doing there. He really appreciates it. And basically, create.com and what he's doing there is, you know, they've basically launched a great hosting company and they're based out of Texas. Super good support, super fast, high speed, and it's top quality. Um, so, yeah, they've done an excellent job there. Yeah, that's pretty cool. So, like, Lance is, is business partners with Bren, right? That's and. Right. And uh, was Lance was Lance business was he partnered with with Brent during the HostGator days? You know, I'm not sure about the HostGator days, but I know they have a good standing relationship for some time now. Yeah, yeah. and and I think I think they might be partnered together on the domain side of things, right? I believe so. Yeah, they. Had, I remember Lance was talking in, uh, just the other day about some of the names that they work with together, um, some big ones. Yeah. Part so they're kind of so they're kind of rebuild. I, I remember Brent said I, in a I can't remember where I read it, but he said he was like, I'm going to, you know, I'm I, I, I'm ashamed that I sold out on hostgator.com. I'm going to come back and I'm going to create something awesome. So, yeah, you know, here he is with create.com. It looks like right now, like kind of like he's keeping things simple. He's just completely focused on hosting, re- hosting, really. But I mean, I guess he's a registrar as well, because you can, you know, buy domain names on create.com as well, right? Yeah, yeah. He has register access as well. Cool. So like, and through Domain Smoke, if you go through Domain Smoke, you can get two years of free hosting. That's right. Yeah. So on the homepage of Domain Smoke, there's an ad for create.com. It's right at the front. Click that ad and it basically uh, takes you right to create and it puts it for two years. Uh, so two years of free hosting. I mean, if you have a WordPress website or a general website, you can't beat that deal. I mean, it, and let's think about it. after the two years, the price isn't really high. It's really low. It's affordable. It's industry competitive. It's like it's somewhere ten, thirty dollars a month. So super good deals on there. And yeah, two free years of hosting, you can't beat it. If you have a website, why not? And they help you move things over too. So 
their support is super awesome. So yeah, shout out to Lance and the team for, for doing that for us. And uh, yeah, a lot of people have taken advantage of it. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's, uh, that's pretty cool. Um, let's, uh, let's also, let's also talk about the, uh, the little, uh, little competition that you have for the people that are listening to this show. Yeah. Right yeah. So, all right, let me share my screen here if that's all right. Yep. And we have, uh, let me know when you can see it. There you go. Find the fortune. Got, you know, I'm on digital fortune. Come on. Now. I had to be something exciting here. So we got find the fortune. So everybody loves to find something. Everyone wants to win a prize. So basically, I'm sending you to Domain Smoke to find a fortune. Uh, essentially, you set, you search Domain Smoke. There's three fortunes that are found. You'd have to look around the site to find them. Uh, so you're on a little like Easter egg hunt. We just had Easter, right? But uh, number one fortune is you can win uh, the first prize, WallStreetPalImpulseWallet.com, BlockchainEnvy.com. That's the first one. And then also the second one, Freestyle Fund. So number three is No Limit NFT. And keep in mind, these are all fortune-related names, finance, right? I, I wanted to go with the theme there. And yeah. then also along with that, you also get two free newsletter ads to advertise uh, your names for sale at Domain Smoke. Uh, if or when you find, if you're lucky people to find a fortune around the site, you'll see that little piggy, <laughs> the little piggy bank. So search and find the piggy bank. When you see him, uh, essentially, uh, it'll have that with the names listed there. So just look around the site, find it. When you found it, email a screenshot of that. And how we're going to tell is the time, obviously, with the screenshot. Uh, when you email that in, email to fortune at Domain Smoke to claim your prize. And of course, I'll transfer the names over to your GoDaddy account and uh, get that over to you. And uh, yeah, good luck to everybody searching. It'll be a lot of fun. <laughs> I love it. That's awesome. How many pages are there on domainsmoke.com that they uh, have to go <laughs> Probably now, I don't know, maybe uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, maybe a thousand pages. Yeah. Maybe a thousand Quite pages. A but, there, but you'll be able to find it. I'm going to have a little hunt for it as well. So, um, you know, you guys- It'll listen. be findable. Yeah, it's not going to be hidden in code. I'm not going to do that. So it'll be findable. <laughs> I, there's, there's one there's one name in particular there that i quite like so um okay. I, got, I got my eye out i got my eye out. Yeah. i won't say which one just in case people get motivated to find it but uh, <laughs> yeah awesome, no that's super cool man thanks for thanks for doing that i'm looking of course, forward to that. Of course find man find fortune. fortune let me uh, unshare my screen here all right all right i'm back um all find right, fortune, back. guys so go to you just go to domainsmoke.com and uh you gotta just do some browsing on 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 mr <laughs> mr smoke's website <laughs> i love call me mr smoke it's always funny i love that dude i that's that's what i said when i hit you up on twitter huh smokey <laughs> i think I, I think i said hey mr smoke it's time for us to go <laughs> oh man that's good that's good yeah yeah he did he did that's funny a lot of people call me smokey <laughs> but I, I guess i earned it i earned it that's good i like yeah, that I, see. I mean so you you're you're a member of like loads of like different groups i guess like whatsapp groups are you are you a member of the telegram group i used to be in that telegram group back in the day but there's a lot of newer investors and and now i guess older investors now um in that group is that do you do a lot of networking in in, in those ways so those groups are sort of what kind of catapulted me into getting more social like i found those groups where daryl lopez wrote the books and things like that i met a lot of guys through there and that's where i began my early networking days in like that 2018, 2019 era when I totally started getting more social was from those groups. Yeah. And that Telegram group got really popular. You know, I think that one comes in waves, but uh, yeah, it's been a pretty popular one. There's some older investors, a lot of newer ones from all over the place. And yeah, those groups, yeah, the Skype groups, the WhatsApp groups, Telegram, and there's one on everything now, right? Yeah. <laughs> you can find them anywhere. Yeah. 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 No, there's a lot of groups. So, but the people that, the people that are, you know, listening to this and they're like, oh, I want to get 
you know, I want to start being more social. I want to network with more people. I would say that networking with people within the domain industry is actually incredibly valuable because you, oh, yeah. you get to hear about private sales. You get to mm-hmm. hear about other people's perspectives. You get to understand, you know, people, people in the groups will call you out if they think that you, you know, you're not quite right, you know, in a nice way. Um, I, you know, I get a lot of value from the group, from, from groups that I've been in. Uh, or am in as well. Um, so yeah, like what 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 do you say to people that aren't in any kind of uh, aren't in any kind of groups? I mean, you can join the domain social that still goes on. I haven't been on for a little while, but that's super cool. I was on it like every Friday for a while. Yeah, um, that's one thing. That. And then I you know I guess reach out to people that you know are in groups and they try to get you an invite. Totally okay. So take it from me. You heard me earlier. I was a lone wolf. That was a mistake. You know, I, I, it's a lonely business, you know, like being in domains because, you know, a lot of us work from home, remote places. And, you know, it's really just kind of like if depending on how you're doing, it, it's just you by yourself doing your thing. Right. If you're brokering, whatever it is. But if you can find that circle, find your circle. Right. Whoever it is or you know, ask for an invite, do it sooner than later, because just like you said, the private sales, the knowledge, bouncing ideas off of someone. I lost that. I, I didn't have that for so many years. And I, I don't regret it, but I wish I, I had been doing it earlier. Right. It just would have made you a better investor to learn about different things, to find out news, strategies that could possibly wholesale or buy wholesale names, right? So that's a great avenue for that, which a lot of investors take advantage of in small groups. So yeah, the sooner someone does it, the, the better, right? Get active on Twitter, find that comfortable space where you enjoy being. And yeah, look for those groups or create your own, start one, you know, and invite people to it. I think super important. Yeah, be very social. Yeah, Made a big I, difference for me. I agree with that. I agree with that. Um, so what about for you personally, Dennis, what's, uh, what's the goals for uh, 2021, both from the newsletter standpoint and then from your own personal investment standpoint? Yeah. So, okay. Okay. So I got, all right, we'll start with the investment standpoint. So this year I've had a really good year. Um, I had, I think I had three, I, I had about three, I had three bins in January, three buy it now, uh, somewhere close to around 9,000. And then in February, I had uh, two inbound inquiries that total sales was about 8,000. March, it was on fire for me. I had four buy it nows uh, on Afternic and then uh, one, one bigger inbound sale, which totaled about 19,000. So I had a really great March. So yeah, right. Let's go. <laughs> along, with all the, along with all the names I've been buying. And I've been, I've been still buying and acquiring at the same time. So it was a good start to the year to get things going. I sold a lot of little wholesale names, but you know, just, just turning some of the lower inventory that I just needed to move. Uh, and I've been doing that in different ways, right? Like on Clubhouse, there's been a lot of sales. I moved a lot of inventory on there, which has been, which has been great. But uh, essentially, that's so my goal is definitely I want to break that 100K mark this year. Uh, I haven't done that just yet. I've been shy of that a few years. But I definitely want to that, – that's my number one goal in my portfolio. I don't want to accrue too many names because I don't want to have too much quantity and too much to manage. I want to stay under that 5K mark of, in my portfolio. I'm not looking to really like aggressively pass that this year. I kind of want to just – now focus on a bit more quality, but also at the same time this year, I've been going back through my portfolio and uh, creating uh, an even better and bigger uh, squad help and brand brand bucket account so that I have names in different marketplaces. You know, like I always learned that having a variety of names and uh, diversifying your portfolio is one of the most important things we can all do. You know, if you stick your names all in one thing, you're only gonna be waiting for that one thing to happen, right? Spreading them out a little bit. So I've been doing that, putting them in those marketplaces, uh, and that's been going really well. I've had a good acceptance there. That's been great. So that's my my personal goal this year is kind of go back through what I have, you know, submit them all to those different places so I can get sales in different channels. 
uh, and then also look on a little bit more quality this year. That 100K mark is where I want to be. Uh, for domain smoke, just make it bigger and better, right? Just growing it. I want to share more names in there, more bargain bucket names. People really do like those. Uh, you know, I want to share more of those and just get the word out there more about it. It's, it's been a lot of fun at Domain Smoke just to write it every day. It's, it's made me a more disciplined investor. That's for sure. I mean, doing anything every day is discipline for everybody, yeah. right? Yeah. Whether it's reading a book or you're reading these auctions. So it's definitely made me a, a more disciplined invest, investor. And yeah, I want to, you know, make it, you know, just focus on making more names on there, better quality, and uh, just keep inspiring people with the newsletter. That's, that's been one of the best things about it. That's super cool, man. And, you know, I think, I think that was a really good, really good kind of summary. Um, sounds like you're way, you're, you're on track to, uh, to hit your goal. So that's, that's exciting. And I'm sure like as the names that, because you obviously acquired a lot of names in the last 12 months and as those names kind of mature in age, um, right. you know, you're going to start seeing the benefits from them and the sales will start coming from them as well. So I think, I think there's no doubt you're going to hit your target, which is, you know, fantastic. That's a pretty good side hustle uh, when it's not even, your, you know, your full-time job. So congrats on that, man. That's, that's going to be, that's going to be awesome. Um, and then all the time that you spend into the vein smoke as well, plus you got your full-time job, you're a busy guy. And you know, we, have, I am, I am. we appreciate having you in the domain industry, Dennis, because uh, yeah, no, you're, 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 you're an inspiration to many. And I think that you connect, you connect very well with people from all ends of the spectrum, new investors, yeah. to seasoned investors. And I think that's really, 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 really cool, man. So, um, oh, thank you. uh, yeah, no, that's super, super, super great. I appreciate it. Um, was there anything else that you wanted to touch on before we wrap it up? Um, man, no, no, I'm just uh, so glad to be there. Thank you for asking me to be on it. Like I mentioned, it's like I've been on every time, but uh, it's great to, have to be here. And it's been a lot of fun. Um, no, but I do have a, a laugh for us. Hold on. I was waiting for this one and uh, shout out to Brayden. Where's he at? <laughs> I, so, you know, question last time was that names got people are like, Dennis, why do you have all these shirts? What are you doing? Is it real? And then I and made the joke. They are real, everybody. And the brain's like, my name is on a sh That's my face. That's my face. <laughs> so, you know, good old Brosh. I remember that. It was always a good time. Brosh. He's coming. We're going we're gonna to have him on again soon. It's just that Braden's on like every podcast in the world every day right now. So I can find I, him. You can have him on. Huh? <laughs> I just, I just want him to like, kind of like go a couple of weeks without being on a podcast so that we can get some fresh content in there and then I'll bring him in again. But, um, yeah, man. I mean, it's super cool. It's cool. that it, Was this your first appearance on Domain Sherpa? Yeah. Yeah. First appearance on here. Yeah. Thank you for having me, man. I, I appreciate it. It's been a great time. Yeah, no, that's really cool. I'm glad that I could have you on Digital Fortune for the first time and that you could be on Domain Sherpa for the first time. Yeah. I know that's how you kind of like one of the one of the venues, one of the venues it that helped you get into the industry. So that's really yeah. cool. Full circle, full circle. Yeah. Thank you so much. It's a pleasure. And yeah, looking forward to many more. Great time today. Perfect. All right, guys. Well, thanks a lot for listening to uh, this week's episode of Digital Fortune. My guest was Dennis Tinarino from DomainSmoke.com. And uh, yeah, thanks for listening. Bye-bye, everybody. See ya.